When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You all right? Yeah, I'm Good, so we, uh, does this make us influencers now? Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. If we, uh, do we have to find this as branded content? I don't know, not yet. We won't let them know about the uh, the erectile dysfunction medicine contract we got, yeah? No, not yet. But it does work. Yeah, it does it. <laughs> All right, where do we start? Well, we could start with, like, what are we What are we doing? What is this? I don't know. It's new technology for us, isn't it? I don't know if people even know what we look like. You've been an elephant on the internet for uh, the most part. What are, you, what are you trying to claim that everyone hasn't watched Spurs right, mate? Right. Oh, this is true. How many that's views it. are you up to now? I know that's paying your mortgage at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's keeping me in cigars and champagne and yeah. lobsters. Well, the amount yeah. of prime beef that you put on your Instagram account is uh, shows off what bougie lifestyle you've got. The argy roots, mate. It's the argy roots. Anyhow, Gareth Bale and Delia Lee back back. That's basically it, isn't it? Yeah. Right. I'm pretty, uh, pretty. But you see, this this is me. This is the the fucking curse that I am. Like <laughs> the second I start to doubt Gareth Bale, <laughs> he comes and he's like, "What?" Well, I asked different. you on that podcast, didn't I? I said, uh, "You changed your mind because you suddenly started writing him off." You'd been like his number one fanboy, and sort of even when I'd wavered and sort of again, let's have a, you know. Temper this a bit. You'd uh, you'd stuck by him, and then the, the second you did turn your back on him, well, I, I, I still said he's. I want him in the cup finals, and I want him in that. But I was just thinking, like the week by week kind of, what does it mean? He's not in the starting lineup. He's not there. He's you know, yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. But now, you know, he's that finish was unbelievable. It's just, well, it's just effortless now. It's one of those where, like, he would have probably scuffed it a few weeks ago, but just because he knows who he is and he's remembered how good he is, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put this top bins, I'll swirl away, do my fucking stupid thing, and happy days, sort of. He just... The happiness seems to now be reflected in how he's playing his game again. It does. And it, you could, like you're saying, it's it's kind of like it's, it's a body language thing as well, right? You just sort of... Yeah, because... It, if you looked at him in like training videos and on all the, the the actual branding content that we do, he's happy as Larry there. But as soon as he got on the pitch, you could see him just, he wasn't sprinting. He was passing the ball more than he usually would. Now he's like, he's like we said what, at the weekend, he was like, I'm the, I'm the big man here. I've got yeah. the four Champions League medals. Pass me the ball and I'll show you what to do with it sort of thing. And I was kind of like, when we brought him on today, I was like, oh, don't waste him. Like, what if he's a bit shit tonight? And he just comes on, does his thing, fucks him off. Uh, we, if he's, he's got a start of the weekend now. Yeah, a oh, big time. That finish there as well. Remember that first, that very first training video they put of him going out yeah, and him yeah. just top bins. It was pretty much that identical finish, just stroking it, and it. Oh, it's just, it's just effortless enough because that that for most people is a like top tier finish for him. That's bread and butter. 
Well, it's now as well nice knowing that, like, because we've got, we know we've got Kane and Son that can do that for us, but now just knowing that actually is that other option there. I I think it might be nice for Kane and Son as well, because a lot's been made of how much we've been over-reliant on them, and they have been brilliant together, but the fact that those two aren't going to be, like, teams aren't going to be able to go, look, you shut these two down, they shut that, and we've still got one of the best talents in the world on the other side as well now. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad. But this, you know, we, we sort of made so much of like, oh, you know, physically he's not going to be the same player. He's even looking like he's sort of zipping up and down the wing again, which is... It has taken him about nine months to get there, but... Yeah. That's probably the same amount of time as, well, more than that he wasn't doing anything in Madrid, though. So it's only, it bears some fruit that it's going to take him X amount of time to get back up to actual speed to play at the level that he plays at. It's not as if we're bringing back a... It's not like when a normal player comes back from injury, a Javier or even a regular or something like that, where he's, he's reaching a, the level he's at. This is Gareth Bale, who was £86 million pound at one point that we're expecting to reach his level again. Hey, it's just... I think the main thing about this is it's just... It's fucking exciting. It's good because this is... This is, right... When's the what last we time we looked at each other like this and smiled after a spoke? Business end of the season, right? It's business end of the season. This is what we've all kind of hoped for, is that he's going to come and do it here. Right, mm-hmm. you know, we've been concerning ourselves if oh, he hasn't looked that good in a cameo at the top end of the year. But now, we're coming up to a cup final. We're coming up to a, probably the most crucial North London derby we've had in years. Yep. Suddenly, we're looking at kind of you know, Kane and Son are kind of looking a bit kind of jaded and whatever. And now you've suddenly got, like you say, that talisman, that that kind of lift he gave us when he first signed. He's getting that second wind again now. And it's just... Well, the other lads around him are going to start playing better because they're going to have... After having, like, expected the same way we were, oh, Gareth Bale's back, we get to play with Gareth Bale. Then they kind of went, oh, he's not really all here. They get to actually have that experience now of like, oh, shit, he's brilliant and we can rely on him. He's going to take some pressure off us and he's going to, you know, give us some more space and a bit more time on the ball and stuff. And it's brilliant. I can't. I'm the first, for the first time in ages, I'm looking forward to a Premier League game because we're going to start with Son, Bale and Kane up front in the front three with Tangy behind. Hopefully, and I'd chuck Nelly in there as well after tonight. We haven't even spoken about him yet. Yeah, like, well, it's, it's weird that, like, in almost the same game, the two players that we'd we'd sort of almost given up on or moved away from are both back at the same time. It's perfect. Can I, you know, the, the nagging, <laughs> the devil on my shoulder was thinking throughout all this is like, what if this is the Mourinho masterclass? <laughs> <laughs> what, against the Austrian farmers? whiplashed these two into being the brilliant players that he needs them to be. Like, uh, this is the kind of thing, though, that if you ask him, he'll take credit for it, but whether or not he actually deserves credit for it or not. Because I I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty much convinced that had he been allowed to, Delhi would have gone in January. Yeah. I think uh, what what our man R. Fergs is saying here, I think he was. I, I'd give Daily Man a match for that. Yeah, oh yeah, completely. He, he did absolutely everything. That first goal was unreal and uh, then he made a couple more. Can't can't complain with that. 
It was peak. It was just, it was such a nice little reminder of who Delhi is as well, wasn't it? That, it looks that a bit more mature as well. I think long term, you know, touch wood, this experience might be character building for him because it came, it came really easily for him before, especially because he didn't really stop. He came up from Milton Keynes, he had that bedding in period and then he sort of took off and every level he got to, it was easy for him and he was fine. And this is the first real period of adversity he'd had to face. And if he's able to come out of this with a bit more of head on his shoulders and stuff, then we're laughing. We saw it in the documentary. The lad didn't even know how to make fucking beans or anything. Like, he might be a bit more grown up and a bit more sort of mature in how he plays and how he carries himself and maybe how he trains and everything. So, yeah. Another, another, uh, another point that uh, somebody made to me the other day is as well is it's like we've all sort of forgotten as well that in summer people literally broke into his house and held him hostage at knife point. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. <laughs> who, who knows how much that's affected him? Like, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. This, this is the other thing about him as well is we're locked down. I think we're, we're forgetting that, you know, me and you will text each other and go, oh, we're feeling a bit of fucking shit that we've not been out, we've not done this, we've not done that. He's a lad that will do all of that sort of stuff. He's really sociable, all that sort of stuff. Probably isn't that used to living on his own and not being weighted on hand and foot and all that sort of shit. And first of all, problems and champion problems entirely, but yeah. that's probably going to have fucked him up a little bit as well. The fact that he's had to grow up at home and look after himself a little bit and all that sort of thing. So No orgies. Yeah, <laughs> not had his random trips to Vegas with James Madison and all that. It's going to have, it might have, you know, knocked his head in and confidence a little bit, so... Speaking of James Madison, basically, Deli Alley is the player that everybody wants James Madison to be. That's my, that's my spicy take for live viewers. On yeah. his day, Deli is one of, if not the most talented English attacking midfielder we have. I would put him, sort of for me, it's him and Foden are on a par of how good they are. I know you don't like Foden as much, but I think he's. No, no, mate, oh, you can't deny Foden anymore. Like, yeah, I he, think. Unbelievable. Grealish is up there as well, but I'm sort of, it's not that I'm less keen on him, it's just he's, I think he's in the perfect situation for himself. I'm not sure he's able to replicate that for England without building the entire team around him. And when you've got the likes of Harry Kane in your team, you don't build your team around Jack Grealish, no matter how good he is, Harry's still better and there's still better players around him. And he's one of those where when he is the big dick in a, a small pond, then he's he's laughing, but... I'm not sure that translates as much. Whereas Delhi, you can plug him into any team anywhere, and I think he'd be brilliant. The same with Foden. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, we, I don't know, we. It's uh, you don't want to come across as doing the whole told you so thing, but it's just it's nice to see like a player that, and I guess the perspective is needed, right? The opposition isn't great, but still, the fact that you've seen Del Boy having a bit of confidence again and showing people what it is that he's about. Even though he's got a manager that keeps basically digging him out, trying stuff like he did tonight. I think that's got to be a bit of a learning for Mourinho, much as he will hate to admit it, to be like, maybe I do need to sort of give this lad the freedom to do this type of shit because that's what that's what he can bring you. There's so few players that can do what Delhi's done tonight. Like, yeah. with that, you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a sixth. It's, it's the ball he's put through as yeah, well. Yeah. He's, he's looked decent tonight as well. To be fair to him, I thought he yeah. might have, um, I thought he might have hidden after that one off the line and sort of gone, oh, it's clearly not happening for me. But 
there's something about him. He's not he's not shit. He's he looks more dangerous and more handy than Jansen or Soldado ever did. And and I know that's not and that's very much the tallest midget sort of a thing, but it's still <laughs> like a useful thing to have in your squad, especially when we're playing this. If we get another handy draw, like the longer we can sort of rotate the squad to the extent we're doing in this competition, brilliant. But obviously, it gets a bit harder from here on out. And if we, we could draw somebody that's you know, fucking hard and then we're going to have to start playing the proper team. As well, it's savage. Like, because uh, Dane Scarlett works fucking hard to win the ball off of that defender. <laughs> Vinicius weren't having any of it. He wasn't having any fairy tales. And that's that's what you want from a striker, isn't it? Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Well, there, you, you cannot. You, one of the things about Soldado was maybe he was just a bit too nice. Like there are some players who are just just a bit too nice, a bit, a bit of a soft touch, and you know the fact that he like when we played Marine, he did his fucking stupid celebration like he's killing Mbappe against some lads that have been scaffolding that morning. Yeah, it was, uh, it was ridiculous. Anyway, uh, we were only going to do this shortly so that we could uh, we'll save the rest of it for an actual podcast. But if people like this sort of thing, then we can do it more regularly. Yeah, it's nice, nice little warm up myself. I'm just in the process of moving house, hence my unbearably blank wall behind. I am in the process of having just moved, which is why I'm in a nice big lovely kitchen. There we go. But all right, we'll do a yeah. crib style thing afterwards when you've moved and I'll move. We'll, we'll put it on YouTube and we'll ask for like free sofas and shit. We'll do it. We'll go. We're going to go full influencer. That's it. Yeah. Uh, down with it, Sylvie. Down with you, B-Boy Edgy. You're not edgy, all right, mate? <laughs> right, stop it. Do I, do, do I just press off or something? <laughs> I don't know. Click, click the cross in the corner. Uh, I'm ending it now. I'll speak to you in a bit. Ladies. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.